In cultures across Asia, there are tales of semi-divine beings who are depicted as having both human and serpent-like characteristics. These beings, known as Naga, were often described as powerful, wise, adept in the ways of sorcery, and also sometimes possessing enormous riches in their underground lairs. One ability that was often observed was the power to transform their appearance to look completely human. In Southeast Asian cultures, they are depicted as large snakes, sometimes having multiple heads and worshipped as deities that control the waters of rivers and also bring rain. In the past few centuries, power and wealth have seemed to become more and more centralized and come under the control of a few groups and individuals. Rumors of these persons and financial institutions belonging to or being controlled by an ancient race of scaly overlords from beyond the stars have taken root in the collective consciousness of Western culture. To the point where perhaps as many as 4% of the US population believe political leaders are controlled by these otherworldly reptoids. This case file joined the theorists as they learn about lizard love and Gila monster gangbangs with the reptilians. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 177, Reptilians. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm not a reptilian. You sure? Are you sure, Ooh. though? Yes, I'm positive. It can be anywhere and everywhere. Not me. Yeah. They Natural enemy of the mongoose. That makes it can't be me. You're, you're trying to hide amongst them. Yeah. Yeah, quite the quite the alibi. No. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, we'll, get, we'll get to the bottom a, of it. This is a, a monster one in the sense of it's look, focusing on a uh, specific Monsters. alien race. Uh, and, you know, that we've all heard about, <laughs> the reptilian overlords that live uh, underground. Um, and this theory of that they are so, you know well-versed and infiltrated in all assets of our society uh, walking around amongst us. They're out there. Yeah, I mean, they, they live underground. Are they hybrid aliens living with us, shape-shifting? Some some people claim they their home base is the moon. So, yeah, what we're going to try to do in this case file is that we're going to give a really broad strokes type of overview of the reptilian kind of uh, agenda or the, the theory, which is put forth mainly um, by one person, David Ick, and we'll probably talk a little bit about him specifically later, but... Um, I his... used to think it was David Icke, I did now too. Ick. Ick. It's Ick. 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 Makes David way more Icky. sense. Ick. He's Icky. It's Ick. Icky. Um, so his main thing is this the the reptilians things, which is put forth if you really want to read the whole, like his whole experience expansive idea of the theory uh you probably want to check out his book the biggest secret or don't whatever <laughs> or just listen to this podcast so we'll try to kind of 
suss out or when I was doing research for this, but it was almost a really difficult to kind of separate what was originally David Ick's vision for the theory and then what has been added on since then, because um, Ick's whole theory about these reptilians, um, some of the kind of the, the through lines of the entire theory is that it remains consistent that these are reptile aliens, cold-blooded. Uh, cold-blooded. blood-sucking or flesh-eating uh, of some type. Uh, they are, uh, in some sense, pedophilic. There's also that kind of runs through this whole theory. Uh, they are part of or creators of the Illuminati. Uh, they are trans-dimensional extraplanetary alien humans they have uh, initiated interbreeding and hybrid programs with the human species since time immemorial uh spanning back million uh, mil thousands if not millions of years uh they have infiltrated all tiers of human society mostly that you will see them concentrated these what would be considered full-blooded reptilians uh, are the ones who are in charge of human society around the world. This is all according to David Ick's like, original theory that they are, for example, that the British royalty are perhaps full-blooded reptilians. The Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the theory is that these are essentially, they are extraterrestrials or perhaps even ultra terrestrials uh david ick kind of makes the uh, idea that these creatures came from somewhere within the constellation draco Ooh. so if you if you don't know or you're not familiar with the constellation of draco it is a lot of stars i don't remember the exact number off my top the top of my head but there's alpha sigma beta they're all draconis stars but he specifically mentions alpha draconis which is one which i believe is also known as the Thuban? why do you think Thuban. why do you think we call it that because that's because it's reptiles. where they're from it would, uh. it would only make sense that what we see as a reptile looking constellation would harbor reptilian predatory ETs. Yes. 100%. Of course. Right. Yeah. Totally checks out. And so you would think that these aliens that are able to cross the immense vastness of space have come to Earth or somehow, how did they get to Earth? Well, uh, it's put forth that these are not only uh, intergalactic travelers, they are actually also transdimensional travelers so they also have the ability to travel between dimensions or perhaps they even exist in a lower fourth dimension lower fourth dimension yeah the the upper fourth dimensions of shithole piece of junk yeah, i guess you know there's also other theories that you know readings and listings i've done of like that their planet collided with planet nibiru or planet x oh <laughs> and they flew to this planet on their fiery ships. Right. I think there's a, if you go through some of the books and things, there is either one or two other planets that existed within our star system before it took its, uh, what is considered the, the modern stable form that it is now, uh, that the 
you know, one of the planets makes up now what is the the asteroid belt that that is fragments remains of a planet that used to uh, exist there. Uh, Nibiru. I'm not sure if he mentioned that Nibiru is Nibiru still planet X and it's orbiting like outside our normal orbit or you know. I, do, I don't know. I can't confirm that. The theories yeah. go wild on that one. Yeah, there is. Um, We're going to have, I'll tell you right now, we're going to have a lot of trouble with this one, putting it all together <laughs> within an hour because it is so expansive and incorporates everything. Uh, I made the comparison uh, when Andrew and I were talking about our research that uh, it, it's like somebody went to an all you can eat conspiracy buffet, <laughs> paid extra for all you could drink, and then threw up all over the soft serve ice cream machine. Uh, that soft serve ice cream machine representing the ancient aliens theory. So it ropes everything in there and then just kind of bleh. Well, yeah, because we talk about like planet X or Nibiru as like the home of the Anunnaki. And then this theory encompasses saying that the reptilians perhaps are the Anunnaki. So I I guess that, I mean, you could say that, but also from Alpha Draconis, which is thousands of light years away. So it's somewhere, somewhere in between those two. So some people who have expanded on X theory say not only Alpha Draconis, but they also say Sigma Draconis. They also say all different stars within the Draco constellation. There's also some talk about uh, that that humans did not originate on Earth, as some people think, but perhaps they the, some theorists think that they existed in the Lyra constellation. And so there's this kind of like the origin of the drag, the draconis, the draconians. Sometimes they're called draconians or reptilians. The terms are used interchangeably. And so uh, there was a big battle. Uh, the federation of these other species who didn't like the reptilians because the reptilians were very warlike, very expansive. That's their kind of whole deal. Um, you know, who really likes flesh eating reptiles? Nobody. So pedo reptiles, pedo especially. Reptiles. Nobody yep. likes them. For good reason. Oh, yep. <laughs> and uh, so they have this huge Star Wars like battle. Um, there is mention of reptilians having some sort of super weapon. And that's the reason that you get the pole shift. They had some sort of fusion bomb that caused the pole shift in uh, on Earth. You know, uh, some of the human civilizations were at like Atlantis. Uh, there is another so, pulling in. So we, yeah. we were actively fighting them. Or our... Lyran ancestors. Oh, oh yeah, our ancestors. <laughs> a lot of this has been left out of the history books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, there, there's all these things. But again, uh, the, the whole thing, the space battle stuff that I'm talking about is not necessarily ne- necessarily all contributed to Ick. Ick really talks about just, you know, he pulls a lot of stuff um, uh, from Sitchin's work, like Zell mentioned. So the Anunnaki are actually reptilians or the Anunnaki are a type of hybrid reptilian. So we can kind of talk about that where these, these reptilians could not exist on earth or in the same dimension as earth. There's, it kind of puts this thing forward that they, they have to actually manipulate humans. They can't physically affect our world so much, but they have to use, um, they have basically to use they're ghost people. lizards. Yes. Yeah. Lizard, the, it, forget about what you think is ghosts. So they're it's force ghosts. Force, yeah, <laughs> lizard force. ghosts. Yeah, okay. All I'm ghosts. Picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, are lizard <laughs> ghosts. 
And so uh, another benefit for the reptilians existing within the lower fourth dimension is that they can also see kind of forward in time. There's they also have like an expanded perception of time. So they are able to affect things, uh, you know, through their their proxies, which will be either hybrids or they'll actually like possess humans uh, to some extent. And then so they they, they produce these. Uh, what Ick says is that they kind of produce problems so that <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty vague. Vague. Yeah. So they produce problems and crises that that humans have to respond to and therefore making us live in fear because another of the the core tenets of the theory is that these creatures feed off our fear, whether physically and both spiritually. Holy shit. So, so it's just like Monsters Inc. Yes. They want us just filling up those fucking canisters of our screams. Mm. Uh, that's how they power their little monster world. Bastards. Okay, so I, I want to pause here for a second. So the theory is so these they either come they come from a different planet or a different system. They started, they like instilled do they like so if they're then Anunnaki, then they gave rise to humanity either through like gene manipulation or interbreeding or whatever the theory goes. Right. So the interbreeding brings about what is known as the Babylonian Brotherhood. Right. So that's another part of the ick theory is that the so Babylonian we, Brotherhood is the I gotta original... interject here really quick. Because sure. what I'm understanding is is basically this guy's fucking like a eight he's in eighth grade and he's taken he's got to write a book report and he's taken fucking Sitchin's story of the Anunnaki and just erased Anunnaki and put reptilians and he's like, here you go. I'm going to submit this because this is my theory. Well, kind of because I mean, that's yeah, like the same shit. The Anunnaki are depicted in like in those like tablets and stuff is they're like and they came down here and bred with humans so they could survive on fucking Earth. And it's like sounds like the exact same fucking. Yeah, thing. but sometimes the Anunnaki have like bird heads, not just reptile heads. Right. They're all well, uh, Ick really pulls out the idea that um, the existence for reptilians is. Uh, evidenced by all of these mythologies and all of these legends of these hybrid creatures, which you do have in multiple mythologies throughout the world in different cultures. So uh, a lot of them have to do with uh, reptiles or serpents of some type. So you get things like he believes that the Nephilim, so Nephilim existed in, they're mentioned in the Bible in Genesis. They're the hybrids. Uh, they are a hybrid of the they're, the they're the fallen angels, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So fallen angels who had bred with women, their offspring were were Nephilim. So they he, are the, the these hybrid things. Yeah. He also believes that Adam and Eve, uh, the story of Adam and Eve and the serpent is basically historical documents of a falling out between humans and the reptilians. And, yes. Well, I, it, you got a serpent. Hey, initially, the snake was described as a serpent. And then when you go into like Genesis um, six, whatever point one four, right. they have the w wickedness in the world where the sons of God saw how beautiful the daughters of humans mm -hmm. were. Mm. So they married any of them um, that they chose and, you know, bred with them. Right. And that's how you, and that's how that's you get the Nephilim. Nephilim. So you get Nephilim are these these creatures which are mentioned with the in the Bible uh, further on in Genesis that they became these great men that were, you know, taller than humans. They had many qualities like that were extra human, uh, you know, uh, strength, uh, height and all that, endurance size. They yes. always say like uh, the Nephilim could like are giants in a way. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So 
you know, and then Ick would say that, yes, they were giants because they're like the, these reptilians could actually reach up to like 12 feet tall, like these reptilian hybrids. So, um, and some of Ick's thing is it, the, the height, the actual height of these reptilians varies from somewhere between, I think, set, like anywhere between seven 12. to. He's, he says it's up to 12 feet tall. Well, and I mean, yeah. just even even looking back at quickly at the Adam and Eve thing, it's like he's saying that, you know, these reptilians are, they manipulate us. You could make the argument that that serpent manipulated us or manipulated Eve, not us, not the four of us. Eve to eat the apple and get cast out of uh, the garden, of the garden of, Eden. of Eden, which and then so they could like they he I guess he couldn't they couldn't intermingle you know breed with each other if they were in Eden they'd have to be cast down to Earth to do that maybe that was all part of the master plan. Yeah, so whether that is a literal thing or a metaphorical thing in Ike's theory, his whole uh, you know this, the <laughs> galaxy of this theory is really unclear there 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 are tons of parts like i said there are tons of parts of this theory and i know people are going to try to say like you guys didn't mention this i'm like there if There's we mentioned lot. everything that is included in here we would be sitting here for like six hours we'd be the <laughs> we'd be the reptilian theorist theorizing <laughs> yeah case file 177 copyright maybe we already are <laughs> maybe we are rtt baby so we have the Nephilim, the Anunnaki, ancient times. So these reptilians, according to Ike in the theory, is the reptilians came to Earth, hybridized, and have been living and watching over us since these ancient times. And they've been here at the head of civilization, the head of humanity, dictating world events for their own nefarious goals pretty much right and like there is a little bit of substance to some of it too like he's not just pulling from other make-believe stories like the bible okay um but there's stuff like the ubadian culture which was in um ancient mesopotamia like the ancient sumerians 4000 to uh 55000 bc and they have artifacts of like a woman with a serpent's head breastfeeding a fucking baby with a serpent's head you know what I mean? And then we look around the world and like majority of cultures have some type of serpent that they worship, like the Mesoamericans with that. I'm going to butcher the name, uh, the Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl, yeah. Quetzalcoatl. Hindus had somebody called Naga. Had the Naga, Egyptians yeah. had Apep, which is the god of destruction, which mm -hmm. was a serpent. And then you can look like, look at what, how many different cultures had dragons? A yeah. lot. Yeah. Fucking yeah. serpents, man. Yeah. It's, it's almost like there are reptiles all over the world and people don't like them because they look weird. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to jump too ahead, but it's even more than that. The fact that they look weird, but there have been studies done. Like there was a study done in 2014 mm. that we have neurons in our brain that only react to fucking snakes and reptiles. Yep. Like how fucking crazy is it? We have these, like, obviously we have those fucking genes for a reason. Right. So for it's survival almost because like we evolved to hate, to, to be reptiles. scared of reptiles. Yeah. Yeah. That's that theory, that uh, study you're talking about. Yeah. They like put pictures of reptiles and like image people's brains. And when pictures of reptiles and snakes and it fired hooked up. Them up to EGs. Yeah. yeah. They hooked them up to EGs and that's yeah. Fucking rights, man. I mean, if you put a, if you put a Komodo dragon in front of me, my heart rate's going up. Like quite a bit. Even one of those like monitor lizards, like you would see them like Braden can back me up. Those ones that you would see in the park in Thailand. They're like huge. you just see them like hanging out there. They're 
fucking huge. They might not, they're not harmful really in any way. They just hang out there, but they got these big old claws and they're fucking, they're not, they're not mammals and they're, they're totally different from us, but also kind of the same because they're, they exist on earth, but growing up next to them, you know, probably the people who survived, I would, this is my theory is that people who survived were the people who did not try to, you know, uh, hang around with a King Cobra or anything like that. Dude, <laughs> I can't even tell you. I, I've seen gardener snakes maybe like fucking three times in my life and I didn't see them longer than fucking two seconds because I was gone. That fucker can't do anything to me and I don't care. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to see <laughs> it. It barely even bite wanna... you and you're going to. I don't care. I'm Peace. not touching it. I've never was never whenever those kids came rolling up with snakes. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Okay. I, I want to get into Dan. You said there, there was like different types of reptilians. Yes. Um, and one of the ones you mentioned was that some I'm basically there's a hierarchy to them. Yes. Yes. That is, yes. That is part of the theory that there is a type of kind of uh, stratification of the reptilian society. Yeah, and so the main ones are the pure bloods, the pure bloods, and right. the other ones are the mug mug bloods, the mud bloods, yes, mud bloods. Jeez, yeah, no it's likes. funny that you mentioned that because that's my favorite part about this entire theory is the mud bloods, the half bloods, apparently don't even know that they're fucking they're rep they're reptilian, and I'm like this guy since he's latching on to all these other stories, he had a perfect fucking he had a perfect segue to like blow his empire up and sell a shit ton of books. You could add some like hairy reptilian showing up at somebody's door, being like, "You're a li you're a lizard, <laughs> you're Harry. lizard Harry. You're a lizard, <laughs> you know, like, Harry. Perfect. <laughs> you got some cool. It's only Slytherin, yeah. <laughs> and the whole fucking, you know what I mean? Like fucking yeah. snake warts. Like he had his. He could have had his own book empire. It would have been amazing. You're a lizard, Gary. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so you so you have like your overseer lizards. The reptilians, mm -hmm. the guys who live perhaps on the and moon. And they're like white and they're they're white, 12 feet tall, if I remember correctly. Depends. Uh, and they're yeah. winged. Mm -hmm. Some Yeah, some winged. are depicted maybe having wings and they either live. These are the ones that either are watching us from the moon, which I goes to explain, which we've also talked about before that it's a artificial object. And that's, you know, that's home base. They also could live underground. The Death Star. And they oversee their hybrid program on Earth, pretty much. Right. right? So you kind of have like the Babylonian, like I mentioned it before, the Babylonian Brotherhood was like the initial kind of hybrid program. It also goes on to explain that there are people who are close, who are more closely related to the reptilians than other people. He's saying that in his book, I mean, he specifically mentions that the reason that we have such a um, diverse uh, humanity is so diverse in, in our features and our kind of genetic makeups is because uh, interbreeding happened not only with the reptilians, but also other alien races. So he kind of gives the thing where he, he kind of gives the thing where it's like not only were reptilians involved in hybrid interbreeding programs, but also other alien races. So that's why we have so many different races of humans. Um, yeah. So making <laughs> Earth one giant, huge, you know, truck stop intergalactic truck stop gangbang and i, I can buy into the like the different levels of like the reptilians that are crossbred and stuff that don't even know and they're basically just being controlled by f full bloods because i don't know about you guys but i've met a lot of people who give off some really strong npc energy <laughs> right you know what i mean like a really strong npc like they're just so taking up space 
just taking up space, right? And you're like, oh, what's going on with this guy here? And now, reptilian, 100%. They're being controlled by a... F they're, they're not currently actively being controlled by a, a full-blood reptilian, so they're just... You know, they're on autopilot. Autopilot. They're set to two per, yeah. two percent CPU use. <laughs> Basically, kinda, yeah. Kind of idling through. Yeah. Yeah, I know a few of those guys. So yeah, so the 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 other kind of theory is like, so you have the interbreeding program, but you also have that some shape shifting is also a big part of the theory. In the books, uh, or in uh, Ix book, which uh, the biggest secret, which kind of expands on, I think, more fully on the theory is that the thing is, he doesn't really explain clearly how the shape shifting works. Like there, there are different types of shape shape shifting <laughs> associated with the different tiers of reptilians. So there is the kind of one where it's that they're able to shapeshift because they are they consume the flesh of their victims. They consume human flesh in order to shapeshift. It's like they have to absorb. So much their... like the much like the hag raven or whatever we fuck we talked about. The Val Raven, right? Val Ravens. You got it. Right. Once they consume human flesh, now they can fucking come a chameleon into a human. Yeah, you need yes. the you need the human <laughs> DNA ingested in order to become the hybrid. Exactly. There's no better way than from eating something, I guess. You are what you eat. I thought the full oh. bloods were able to like manipulate vibrations or something like that because they couldn't change their body. They could manipulate fucking the vibrations. Right. So the full yeah. bloods are the ones yeah. like who exist in that lower fourth dimension, kind of, I guess. <laughs> and they and they are 12 foot reptiles walking around, but through I don't know, vibrational management, they, they appear, uh, their vibrations turn them into what you see as a human. Yeah. So it makes sense why, uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper died at a fucking, you know, before his time, <laughs> because they've obviously seen they live and they know all that fucker needs is a pair of glasses. And if he runs out of bubble gum, they're all going to get their fucking asses kicked. Right. They saw hell comes to frog, frog town. And like, if that's <laughs> yeah. what he can do to amphibians, like... But. We don't want nothing to do with this. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, watch if they live. He might have banged movie. one of those frogs, though. I think that was a thing. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> so, yeah, shape-shifting plays a part in this whole conspiracy theory, but it's not 100% sure whether it's, like, it's a product of their technology or it's something that they can naturally do. Um, some other authors expand on X theory. Uh, there's another theory that the shape-shifting is a product of uh, what the reptilians, they don't necessarily interbreed with humans. What they do is they they abduct humans. So this is what these abductions are. So there's also this part of the theory that the greys are a creation or like a helper race to the reptilians, or they are actually reptilians both at the same time, I guess, whatever. Um, so... They so they've been humans. enslaved by the repti reptilians. Or they're or actually made. reptilians because some people say that uh, like when they've been abducted, it's like those big black eyes that they have are actual got like those are goggle lenses and that the like they come out and then they actually have reptilian irises, the slit irises. So huh? they might actually be some type of, you know, reptilian, you know, they are a lower tier race, something like that. The untouchable race. Yeah. Okay. Or they're androids. A lot of people say or they're it. Androids. like some type of creation, like a robot yeah. of some type. 
But what they do is they assist the reptilians in abducting humans. And then these abductions, what happens is that the humans, they actually, you know, due to their uh, manipulation of vibrations and the the energies and the powers that the lower fourth dimension give them, they remove the soul of the human, the, the actual soul, and then they implant another an actual reptilian soul they transfer it into the human body so, so like when... jurassic park what? <laughs> no? I, no no not quite what? <laughs> i mean no <laughs> no but yes and then um so what you see when these these creatures shape shift is that you're not seeing you, you are seeing this the reptilian soul inside of them it's actually showing you know, you're able to physically see it. That's what you're seeing when they shape shift. So they're not, not really changing like their physical appearance. You're just seeing right. the interior they're projecting. Of- like you see the projection of the reptilian soul that is inside that human well, you know, shell. So how do you see into the shell then? Is it same type of thing as the ones who are manipulating frequencies? Like it's some, like you're seeing through the physical body because the frequencies are disrupted or they actually go translucent and you can see the inside. I think, yeah, there are a couple of theories about how like you're able to see them. So there are some that, you know, certain people have, you know, attunements or whatever. I'm sure there's probably stuff about certain crystals or certain, uh, Certain substances will give you the ability to see to perceive David these reptilians. Ick actually sells these really cool 3D glasses at the back of comic books and ads. And if you buy them and you put them on, you can see reptiles. You can it's peer, like, peer through the facade and the see the soul. Yeah, you can see them. It's only one fucking small price of twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, they had them on the set of They Live. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Just a pair of you know Wayfair, you know your Ray Ban Wayfarers good uh so yeah so it sometimes that the, this this whether it is some sort of facade or whatever it slips at some points so that can also be a uh reason for them being able to see that projection of the reptilian or the shape-shifting reptilians because they get angry or something like that or you know maybe a per- certain person has a a, a a fraction of esp or something like that so there's a bunch of ways that that can kind of happen <laughs> Gotcha. I mean, I could imagine it probably take like certainly for the ones that are doing the vibrations, it would take concentration to do that, right? And if you break that concentration, that's probably where you get those little slips. That's where you see the transformation. Yeah. Right. Assuming I don't know. Now I I wanted to talk just talk about because people ask like, well, how what evidence of what evidence do we have? Is there any people that have come forward and said that they are reptilian or hybrid? And the only person I could find, which you can find on ancient aliens, is this girl named Charmaine de Rosiano Sage. I don't know if that's exactly correct, but what she claims is, in her theory, is the reptilian DNA through the generations of humans is like it's in you, and you only become a you only truly become a hybrid if the upper level reptilians in her experience one came to her house abducted her peacefully she, like she went with them either he used or they use i don't know if a, a guy or a girl or they're maybe they're asexual i have no idea what the sexuality of uh draconians are but t- took charmaine into pretty much an underground layer some supervillain layer 
12 reptilians lined up around her, all put their scaly claw, scaly hand on her, and then she became, the inner hybrid came out of her, and she's seen herself as a reptilian, and then from then on, she's known she's part of the hybrid. Are but, they laying eggs? This just popped into my head. Unclear how, uh, yes. how, like some uh, big I mean, ass that's what, lizard eggs. That's what no idea. Reptiles do eggs. Yeah, it would make sense. But, yeah. you know, if it's, uh, I think we'll get to this theory after the break, but a lot of people say like dinosaurs would lay eggs, but they, well, I guess, no, never mind. It makes, it makes no sense. Birds lay eggs too. Forget about it. I said. <laughs> Birds are dinosaurs. That's I, I was going with that. I was like, wait, never mind. They yeah. fucking both went legs. I was going with. Do mammals. you think? <laughs> do you think there's a possibility that our depiction of reptilians are false and they actually have feathers, and they're actually bird people? They're actually uh, brilliantly colored big, and warm blooded. Big bird is not a suit. Yeah, it's a real fucking. Well, I'm just saying, like you, you look at dinosaurs. There's you know there's overwhelming evidence to say that dinosaurs probably had feathers. You know, like David Icke, all these depictions are from his book in 1999. Do you think it's time that An he update. updates it? Like, they had fucking wings, right? The upper class had wings. Maybe they had brilliant, brilliant feathers. And what other, like... <laughs> brilliant feathers. Who knows, right? And well, then you start to look at Egyptian, like... <laughs> Uh, what's the one with the hawk or whatever the hawk head and stuff? Horus. Horus yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. We we start to see depictions what of that. What about Sobic? Who's Sobic? He's the Nile crocodile. Nile croc. He's got well, the the crocodiles crocodile. don't have feathers. Well, maybe exactly. maybe some of them did and we don't know. But yes, like, as you go with the Anunnaki, like, a lot of them did depict like bird beaks and like feathers, but also lizards. So maybe if we say there's different... You know, different types, of, different classes, different classes. Maybe some of have feathers, yeah. some are scaly, some well, have the teeth. higher classes have fe uh, wings. We've already learned yeah. that. Yeah. And well, that's what I'm saying is like David. David Ick is going off of you know all his readings and changing this and all his evidence, but also it's going you know, off all his acid trips. Yeah, <laughs> in the '90s, I mean, Jurassic Park <laughs> and our ideas of dinosaurs and stuff like that is all scaly skin and reptiles. So I think maybe uh, the depictions of reptilians need to be updated. That's all I'm saying. Okay, um, let's take a quick beer break and we'll move on with some more reptilian theories. We'll be right back. So another one of the, the core or what Ick seems to cite as evidence for these reptilians always being here or being here for a long, you know, uh, you know, developed alongside humans or at least helped us is that he cites all of the mythologies and legends of these kind of uh, uh andrew touched on it before these hybrid reptilian creatures in myth and legend right so you have things like not only in western civilization uh the the, the um you know mesopotamian religions and things like that you have the dragon kings of, or the dragon king of China, who is a predominantly a water and weather deity. Uh, going back to the Greeks, you have the Echidna, who is who was the in legend and mythology. She was the wife of the Titan Typhon, and she's also the mother of monsters. And she was always depicted as this kind of uh, half snake, like snake from the bottom down, and then kind of like a human uh, torso. Uh, also similar to what is known as a lamia which were these, uh, you know, female snake ladies that would come out and eat babies like that. <laughs> Very much like a reptilian. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And also you have uh, 
historical figures of some sort that also were considered to be or had titles like serpent king. So you had like Cecrops, who was the mythical king of Athens, like the first king of Athens. He was considered the serpent king. Uh, Ick also uh, tries uh, to put forth the idea that um, Dracula who was, you know, uh, Vlad Dracul, who his father was known as the dragon. So AKA Ryan Zell's that's, no, that's, yeah. that's pops. <laughs> that's, that's Zell senior. Yeah. He's still kicking. He's going to outlive me actually. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he still outworks me and everything. So I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. And so pretty much anything that had to do with reptiles or dragons uh, is kind of roped into this theory as well. So anything that is these or these you have these order of the dragon or uh, honorable order of the dragon scale. There's all these kinds of different things you can kind of rope into it. But another theory outside, not necessarily attributed to Ick, but uh, other science, actual scientists have kind of put forth this idea. I know at least one um, is it one paleontologist. They had come up with the idea of what would possibly happen if a certain species of dinosaurs and, and this certain species that they happened to use was known as Troodon, the yeah. Troodon dinosaur. Uh, they used this, this dinosaur, this specific species, because it had one of the largest, I think it had one of the largest brain cavities uh in the dinosaur that, that we know of from the fossil records yeah, of their, dinosaurs. Their ratio of like skull to body was like the biggest in the fossil record and it was like right. some so type it, of like little like raptor looking thing mm -hmm. so if if a dinosaur were to survive the mass extinction of 65 million years ago this would probably have the best chance to do it and so if you look up like dinosaur man or dinosauride or dinosaur dino hominid thing you'll see this kind of cool picture of what they the scientists kind of got together and they extrapolated into what a a dinosaur would look like if it had evolved after the mass extinction, if it kept evolving. And it looks very much like if you said reptilian to me, it's like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's our, that's our boy, fellow Canadian Dale Russell back in like the eighties. We first said he theorized that maybe dinosaurs didn't all go extinct, which obviously we know that they didn't all go extinct. They either evolved or, you know, miniaturized themselves. But he theorized that maybe one of these smart ones, if they were to continue on like a, a linear trend of evolution, they extrapolated their brain size to be like, okay, if humans took this many million years to like double brain size, these people had 65 or this species had 65 million years if they escaped underground and they evolved. Because I guess these creatures had like, as far as uh, dinosaurs go, had pretty dexterous hands. Like they might have been able to kind of Right. Clasps. Manipulate, like not, yeah. Not like not grab. They didn't have a thumb, something. but yeah, they could like maybe grab sticks or whatever. So, and now yeah. they have a vendetta against Mother Nature, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a vendetta against Earth itself. Yeah, exactly. So they've been living underground for tens of millions of years, evolving, adapting, growing bigger brains. They end up naming it the Dinosauroid. Right. Pretty much is the that was because it's all juiced out. Yeah, and it's a uh, it he he suggests or and maybe him and a couple other colleagues, but not a lot suggest that it might have evolved out of its like forward leaning, two legged you know raptor looking stance into a more upright human, and that over all this time they've lived and evolved underground. Right. So I guess that that theory leads to be like okay, well maybe these reptilians are not 
from a different solar system or a different galaxy or whatever, they have they have been around. This theory is right. way cooler than the yeah, one we're this talking was a fucking well, dope I one. I could buy into like, this one for sure. This is rad. I mean, we can really tie this all together with the documentary that is titled Mario Brothers with John Leguizamo, where <laughs> the asteroid <gasps> hit the Earth, smashed it so hard that it sent the dinosaurs into another dimension. Because, mm. I mean, we already talked about that these things exist in another dimension. Possibly. And they evolved to look human-like and also, you know, turn into mushroom people. Bowser. And Bowser. giant, tiny-headed Goombas. <laughs> fucking like Bowser. Music. It's fucking Bowser. We know now. I haven't seen that movie Makes in a sense. long time. But... It's been a while, but... So we... I didn't realize it was historically Yo, accurate. Yoshi's a raptor. Yeah, yeah it's 100%. True documentary right there. Yeah. So, oh, so this okay. theory is that this... You got to eat mushrooms to see them? Of, of course. I mean, kind Big of. One. Big ones. <laughs> So this, if we go with this this theory, some people go with this that the reptilians are not, you know, not ETs. They're intraplanetary. They're the ones who manipulated humanity. They're the smartest species, and we're their science experiment, I guess you would say. And they've been been running humanity since we were civilized, and that's the theory on that version of the reptilians. So I, I mean, right. for me, it makes it would. I mean, we haven't never obviously never found a fossil or anything, but that it makes more sense maybe. <laughs> In a way, well, here, here's none of the them thing. have died. I I like that because I could get on board with that, uh, like a blend of the two. Where now we're this, you know, this manipulated slave race that's doing their bidding, and their bidding are like our bidding is to make the surface of the Earth habitable for them again. You're right. It's it, they're they're in charge of all the climate change. They want to increase CO two back to prehistoric times when there was much yeah. hotter and the more suitable for them. They can come out of hiding and take over the planet. Yes, exactly. I like that. That's cool. Uh, yeah, there, I, there's. Right, Imagine you think how of those frustrated we, they we, are, though. We've <laughs> talked about it many times. I don't, I don't know on air or something about like how these big corporations become like become their own mind, where it's like one person by themselves would be like, yeah, well, maybe, like the, I don't believe in what this is doing, but like the corporation, it it doesn't care, right? Because it's like Dude. it's got to keep trucking forward, pump pumping oil, whatever burning fossil fuels deforesting right, burning, burning their brothers and think sisters about, <laughs> think about how mad they are watching us though they're probably so frustrated they picked the worst race to be slaves ever we're the laziest fuckers ever we should have used the fish people yeah they're like this is a rip off these guys suck <laughs> all the, all they care about is that we're consuming right that that's all like even yeah the lazy is like you're consuming something right just a cog in the machine just consume 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 yeah but they aren't right? they, they're pissed that uh all these Fucking monkeys. What's with this plastic? Ruin our oceans. <laughs> yeah, no they, got, they got a few things wrong up there. Yeah, they still got to eat shit. Like, what are they going to eat after we destroy the Buddy, planet? They eat fear. Oh, consume fear. Right? They consume fear and baby <laughs> and baby brains. Yeah, but that's so. Uh, well, like, like I said before, there are very different versions of the reptilians depending on who you ask. You mm -hmm. know, yes. so X version, like brains, is like they consume yeah. fear, whether it is in the form of negative emotions, like maybe perhaps the, the interdimensional ones, like feed on that. But the actual ones that exist in our universe, maybe the hybrids or whatever, they feed on it according to Ick, is the the adrenochrome. That's where the adrenochrome whole thing comes in. That's where that came from? Yeah. So, so it is like, that is part of the thing where you get this, this idea that these reptilians are perhaps abducting 
you know, adults, but also apparently they have a, um, they have a liking or a preference for children because children produce like fear on a, like when they, when they are scared, they produce a more pure form of a, this is not, I'm not saying this is science because it's just what I'm just, what I'm I, I poo poo this right now because they would have eaten me a long fucking time ago. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> so, well, they haven't right. got to you yet. Oh, you're a hybrid. You motherfucker. Yeah. I'm too fast. Fuck them. So that, so they have a, you know, a preference for children. So this is why, um, at least one other author, not, not Ick himself, but another one like loops in Polites, like Polites, Dave, Paul, whatever, David, Polite, our buddy, Polites. Polites. Dave. Politis, like they wrote that in as well, saying that perhaps all these children that have gone missing in these national parks have been abducted, and that's why they are being, but they because they are being harvested for their adrenochrome and their fear. And that listen, is what, we've talked about the vast under like the cave networks. That's the draconians. Right? Now, 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 quick, quick note on adrenochrome. It's not a very widely studied thing, but it does exist, and the technical term is. It's like the oxidation of adrenaline is like adrenal chrome. So the, the the theory for why they like to scare people and because I guess when you scare children or scare people, it increases the amount of adrenal chrome you can extract as goes the fucking theory. So that's right. I mean, does no, no basis. Like it's not a very, I don't think really anyone knows even what adrenal chrome really is like the actual <laughs> compound itself. Yeah. Um, and the theory doesn't really explain it doesn't really explain it super clearly about whether it is the actual they want that or they want the the negative emotions the fear just that is enough you know so it's kind of a kind of goes back and forth about that <laughs> right but the one thing that we do know is that perhaps that Reptilians have infiltrated all of the highest forms of government. So uh, one of the very popular theories is that, uh, you know, the world's royalty are reptilians. And mo one of the most popular theories is that the British royal family are actually reptilians. Well, they're weird enough. They are very strange. <laughs> they're very strange. Give that. But given they're, that, they're yeah, strange. They're very strange. And we could probably do a whole case file just on them themselves. You know, just the British royal family itself. You know, there there's a whole thing where that uh, in in pretty sure yeah, it's an Ix book where he talks about that the death of Princess Diana was actually some sort of reptilian slash satanic ritual all in itself, and that when she died, it had to be underground. That's why she died in a tunnel, mm. and that the medics who attended her were actually not supposed to bring her back. They were actually there to make sure that she died, and that that was because she knew the secret about the royal family, that it had been revealed to her that they were actually reptilians, and that they were uh, you know, their whole entire agenda plot, whatever, and that she was I've, going to reveal it to the world and therefore she had to die. And they also made it a kind of sacrifice because human sacrifice also plays a big part into this whole, this whole theory. <laughs> I mean, like what if, if they were the like highest of the high of reptilians, wouldn't they not like throughout history remain in charge and not irrelevant? Cause like, what the fuck do they have the power to do nowadays? Well, well, I got mean, a lot yeah, of money. British royalty now is is mostly symbolic, but they they're do, there for fucking. They do maintain and... a large like economic like power base. Like they do have, you know, they do they are a power economically to themselves. I'm pretty sure. 
Like they're not all powerless. What type of say do they have within like their within the government? Well, you, think about stuff. it. Think about people with a lot of money, like, you know, corporations who hire lobbyists and stuff. You kind of direct law. If you have enough money, you can like kind of, you know, not necessarily pay people off, but pay to direct, you know, direct where you want to go. So th if they have, I don't know what the value of the mod. They have fuck you money. Though. They got fuck yeah, you money. They, uh, they do. I think she's yeah. I, she's one of the wealthiest, if not the. I think the wealthiest is the king of Thailand. I think he is the singularly the wealthiest monarch. But I think the the her the Windsor family like they're pretty fuck yeah they definitely got fuck you and fuck you money fuck you and fuck you too money. You watch like <laughs> when they do like conferences, you they're sitting on like golden thrones with gold wall. You're like all yeah. this gold was stolen from somewhere. They have, yeah. <laughs> they have ton. They have royal royal fucking jewels like they have those we talked about the when we talked about the hope diamond like they've got a like, whole bunch of those a whole bunch of like the world's biggest fucking diamonds and gems in their possession so yeah don't dragons isn't the lore yeah. of dragons Small, that they love, yeah. uh, dragons like to they love gems and shiny things just saying yeah like shiny things they like hoard gold. what we covet mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah there you go sitting on a, a fucking mountain of money yeah so another another small piece of the theory is that it says that it is um, the RH negative factor in blood uh, that we have talked about before. We've actually talked about it before in one of our other podcasts. Like this is a contribution of the reptilians. This is the evidence for direct. That's their bloodline. Right. It is the direct, uh, you know, it's evidence of direct interference, uh, uh, modification of our blood is the the, the RH negative factor. And he says that this is the origin of the word blue bloods because, because he says that when RH negative babies are born, they so have a tendency dumb. to be, to turn blue immediately after birth. I read that. It's so stupid what? that like, even if you don't have RH negative blood, five out of ten babies are born hypoxic yes. they're cyanotic they're blue it's completely fucking mm -hmm. normal they're not perfusing they're hyper perfusing so that's why they're blue right, right? it's nothing to do with their blood type <laughs> yeah and i and it's i ridiculous. looked it up too and i tried to trace it back because i like looking up etymology and things like that origin of words so you look up blue buds and they're saying that originally it, it seems or there's a lot of evidence pointing to that it came from the original spanish word sangre azul which is uh blue blood but this what this meant was that usually they talked about aristocracy or royalty that uh it, within spain had not mixed their blood with that of the muslim or the moorish invaders at the time so they were pure-blooded and uh, and often these people were very because i i've said this uh, you know i've said this kind of it, it, as a theory of mine is that like a lot of cultures will consider fair skin like a sign of royalty or a sign of, you know, uh, you know, Damn social it. stratification, but that's because you stay inside more when you're royalty, right? You don't have to work out in the field. You're not working outside. <laughs> right. So, um, what they're saying is that the, the, these royalty that had fair skin, it was very easy to see like their veins, um, and things like that. So that's why you get the word blue bloods. All I know is Zell works outside and that guy's fucking translucent, so I don't buy it. My well, skin's reason for that. My skin doesn't tan. Vampire. It's not my fault. I get that. <laughs> the second most pale person in this podcast, Braden, used to work outside all the time, too. Yeah, but Braden fucking tans. This guy goes outside for two minutes and yeah, he gets he, dark. It's true. Wow. I go outside for two minutes and, I, well, I, you know, I change color to red. It's red. <laughs> it's fucking red. <laughs> yeah, va vampires, they, uh, 
They hate the sun, as do my ancestors back in uh, Transylvania. Slovakia, Transylvania, all that Eastern okay. European. They don't like the sun. It's not good for them. Yeah, so there are just these... This theory itself is wide-ranging and wide thing because the it just seems that it kind of takes like the reptilian thing. That's the overarching thing is that these reptilian things exist and they have had their fingers in all of these other theories that he pulls from is, is stuff that has already kind of been write, written down. Right. Like it's already been stuff that's like you have the Zechariah Sitchins, you have the, uh, you know, uh, it's plagiarism. Danikin, well, not plagiarism, but it's just like an expansion on these ideas. Yeah. yeah. The EU. <laughs> what? Maybe <laughs> expanded universe. Right, 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 right. I like it. Okay, we got a couple more uh, things to touch on before uh, we wrap this one up. But Well, again, just really quick, I'll make it quick, but there is something other than this fucking RH negative bullshit, which doesn't make any sense. There is the triune brain theory. Mm, let's hear yes. this. Right? So yeah. what everybody's going to come back to is the fact that you've heard mentioned millions of times is your lizard brain. Everybody's got your lizard brain. Yep. Which kind of goes back to the fact that in our brainstem and our cerebellum, you know what I mean? Which is responsible for uh, heart rate, breathing, body temperature, balance. That's your reptilian brain. Like this, the base, like base right. instinct brain. Right. Basic. Exactly. And then like your, you know, homeostasis, all the really basic instincts, like most basic instincts. I think part of the triune theory is that it is that that part of the brain or that that reptilian part of the brain is part of like our basest emotion. So that's where like aggression and it's anger oldest, kind of come and from. And it's the oldest portion. Right. right. Of the triune brain theory. Yeah. And then on top of it, you like you have your neocortex and then your limbic, but and it you know what I mean? Like and some people believe that it's actually we have reptile DNA, which is involved in that, but I don't know about that. I tried digging as much as I fucking could, but I could not figure out why, where they got the name reptilian brain from. But <laughs> well, aren't we all supposed to come from a central ancestor, which was probably some type of amphibian reptile thing? Mm -hmm. If you subscribe to the, the theory, which most of us do, of uh, you know, if you follow the theory of evolution, there's some sort of common ancestor down the line that we all evolved from. You know, we yeah, his name's God. You know, <laughs> okay, that's where I came from. <laughs> you know, God made the fish that came out of the water that turned into lizards, and then we were lizards, and then everybody was a lizard at some point. Because if you look, I mean, honestly, if you look at the development of embryos, of tails, like even reptile, yeah, well, yeah, reptile embryo and a human embryo in the very early the stages same. same look the same weird <laughs> i mean but it's only been a, a, you know uh, probably evolutionary scientists and things would say like it, it in terms of evolutionary scale like it hasn't been that long since we were perhaps we had a common ancestor you say evolutionary scales yes i like it that's it solved Boom. Yeah, nailed it Cracked it wide open. <laughs> One of the other things we should probably mention is that uh, the theory that these, uh, a lot of the abilities and powers that the uh, they're attributed to the reptilians by Ick is a product of them also consuming, or they they need to consume or somehow possess monoatomic gold, which you can buy on Ick's website. It's good with the glasses. Listen, I'm gonna say. If you're buying it off Ick's website, you're 100% a reptilian. That's the only reason you would buy it. <laughs> now, there's something like, so we're getting all this good information with this gold and all this other stuff from Ick. Now, now, Dan, obviously, 
David Ick, he, he's obviously some type of, you know, intellectual or a scientist or, you know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, is that's that, what you is think. That correct? Yeah. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, no. Or is he a prophet? What is it? Like, what, you know, <laughs> he like, is the what, what son is, of God. According to him at one point. Yes. <laughs> he's the God. <laughs> but no, seriously, we should probably touch on who David Ick was and why we should believe this fucking theory filled with very like valid facts that he has tons of proof for. Well, basically right. I like to think that if, um, Kyle Wellwood all of a sudden came out of the Kyle Wellwood. Holy <laughs> shit. He came out of the, he came out of the, you know, he started preaching about the mole people and became oh, super big phenomenal. for, uh, you know, talking about mole man taking over. That would be David Ick. Some fucking oh, third rate pro athlete. Guy with his fucking jersey hanging in the fucking uh, secondhand store in that Vernon fucking store. You remember he's driving through Vernon, you see it sitting there? Uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, Kyle Wellwood, uh, NHL player. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. He had, a, he, had a time, he had a time in the NHL. And David Ick yeah, that, was a professional football player. Um, not top tier. Footballer. footballer. We're talking. Yeah, we're not talking American football. We're talking... And, and I want to put it out right here. You know, a lot of people gave David Ick shit because they say he hates Jews. And he doesn't hate Jews. He just hates the reptilian Jews mm. that he believes are all Jewish people. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm not, yeah okay. I'm definitely not. I, <laughs> I did not know anything to do with this. Took, I didn't right. know he's an anti-Semite. Uh, I, I know... Uh, uh, Ick has spoke specifically to the accusations that some of these theories stem from uh, certain anti-Semitic, uh, you know, conspiracy theories that have been put forth in in since time immemorial. And he said that he is not anti-Semitic. He preaches a kind of like universal love. But the thing is, a lot of people who post, uh, there are a lot of people, and like quantitatively it has actually been analyzed by some people by some academics about the comments on x videos a lot of his videos about 60 percent seem to tend towards uh anti-semitism so jesus you know not maybe not ick himself but a lot of his fans seem to be it's got some undertones to him is what you're saying maybe yeah so don't, eh. <laughs> don't like that that's uh it's quite icky. hard no there icky <laughs> quite icky so anyway, so let's backtrack. Like Braden was said, he was a professional soccer player for some time, had to retire a little bit early due to some arthritis. He started working for the BBC, the BBC as some type of sports analyst. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, you know what I mean? I guess he got into politics too. He was a speaker for the Green Party. For a bit in there, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, he started like, I, and I, you didn't really hear much about him other than he was kind of starting to go off on some weird tangents about being called to Peru being, and then he's told the story. Anybody is as everybody. And then he talked about walking by a bookstore and the book, you know, he heard, started hearing voices in his head and he needed to go into this bookstore and they led him to like the psychic section. And he became enamored with a certain psychic and ended up having a fucking three-way relationship with him where he enters this turquoise period that he describes where he only wears turquoise like i'm not sure if this guy thinks he's fucking prince or whatever the hell he is but he had his turquoise period and during that turquoise period is probably where he became the most famous that he's ever been is because he went on this really popular uh fucking british talk show called 
Is it is it the David Wogan show? The Wogan interview is what, yeah, the Wogan. So basically it's the fucking English Joe Rogan show, Wogan. <laughs> and when he when he goes when he goes on the Wogan show, he shows up in a turquoise fucking windbreaker tracksuit looking pretty fly Sweet. and He's amazing. begins to let everybody know about this reptilian agenda. And obviously on the mainstream news, you have this guy who's like He's not that well known, but he's like, you know, he's people have seen him as a sports. It'd be like if Jay Onright all of a sudden was just like came out and you're was like <laughs> spout shit about fucking lizard people in Canada. Like all of us in Canada would be like, all right, oh, Jay, did you see the fucking what Jay Onright was saying? <laughs> well, the best part, too, is he's just like he's like, if Jesus was, you know, like back in the day when Jesus was talking about his experiences, they would have laughed at him, too. And then the fucking that Wo, Joe Wogan basically looks at him. He's like, they're not laughing with you, man. They're laughing at you. Yeah, they just yeah. call him out right there. Ah, dude, they rip him to pieces. Rip apart. European people don't give a shit. There was no sugarcoating anything. Destroyed the it's guy like, on yeah, fucking like, You're live fucking TV. crazy. We're going to tell you right now. So anyways, with going back into this ridiculous backstory of Mr. Icky... What? Why should we believe this guy? What is anything? Is there anything credible to this guy's at all? I don't understand. He's really good he, at taking he, other listen, theories. Andrew, he, he went and saw a psychic who told him, "Have you ever been interested in Peru?" And he said, "No." But now that you say it, maybe yes. And he hiked Machu Picchu, and it changed his life. And he decided and he, there's lizard people. So you're saying if coronavirus didn't happen and I got to go to Machu Picchu as planned, I could have been David Icke. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you could have been the God's head. You haven't. Yeah. You haven't quite. And had a turquoise period. Yes. <laughs> which would have been fucking awesome. It's, which you should have a turquoise it. period. Anyway, Anyways. So yeah. We should talk about no, that later. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have I, a topaz period where I just wear all yellow. <laughs> yes. Shut, <laughs> after candy shiny, yeah. shiny yellow shirts and pants. I mean, Zell, you're not far off yellow right now, yeah. so it's not, the, it's not that big I got of a the stretch. Beard. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to get clothing that matches my beard. Is that the jaundice? Is that what that's that? It could be. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but <laughs> the jaundice period. <laughs> it's the jaundice period. <laughs> um, he was just unhealthy. That ruins it for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know anything. I'll be honest with you guys. I had no idea about this reptilian backstory whatsoever i was kind of interested in it i saw the cool videos of fucking the queen and like fucking bieber and shit and being like oh that's weird well the um, funny story about the bieber about one the australian the most famous justin bieber one is from an australian magazine uh that claimed that you know people outside of a concert saw him and the bodyguards were yelling at them to turn off their phones and it had interviews with people there and saying like yeah we were just watching him shift into this giant lizard and everyone was freaking the fuck out and screaming and crying. The, the tabloid that ran the news article was contacted like, hey, what, what's up with this? And they're like, we didn't even run that article. That's not our article. Like someone just made a like a fucking meme. It was like one of the early National Enquirer. It was one of the early like fake news meme posts. Right. Someone is, took uh, the, it, the, the screenshot and changed it. Yeah. The website that it was printed on was or that it came out on first was called Perth Now. And yeah. Perth Now is actually published by the sun it's it's published by a tabloid newspaper like that's who it was submitted by some guy that goes under the name god's head i don't know (laughs) and there is in fact no video evidence of that day of of that interaction yeah but that's the thing like for me not really knowing much about this fucking 
this this idea and this theory and then actually getting a chance to look into it, it bummed me out. There's not like I want some tangible and exciting so I can kind of buy into this. Like most of the stuff we talk about, I got there's nothing. There is it is a little upsetting that when you dig into this, that 90% of the reptilian conspiracy that we know today stems from, from this potato David Icky in the 90s. And it's, it's a and the, it's a goddamn shame because I'm like, it leads to nothing, really. No, and the worst part about it too is there's like we look like I Dan can probably elaborate more on it, but there's a book by this guy named Robert E. Howard, The Shadow Kingdom, that that came out in 1929. That is this exact story. Word for fucking word. Like it's the exact same thing. And like you're telling me maybe like it's basically like uh, fucking uh, Ike read the story and then decided to make this his theory and some fucking psychic told him that whether that was due to some mental illness or something like that or he's just trying to rip this guy off who fucking knows right so f- popular works of fiction back in the day could have right. been a, a f- something he pulled from to pull his theories together and those are, I'll tell you right now, those are good stories. <laughs> like That's great. Robert E. Howard Dude. and H.P. Lovecraft. Like if you read H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's uh, The Nameless City, like it's 100%, like at, like at least 50% of this theory is in H.P. Lovecraft's. Like all of this stuff published like in the 30s, uh, you know, 20s and 30s. It, it is it is the, a lot of this theory because it's like you I, when I was going back and research I've heard of reptilians that stuff has been around forever you know since the 90s at least but like going into it I'm like this is from like I've read this before because I've you know I I'm very much a fan of H.P. Lovecraft's um, stories and, and Robert E. Howard like I re- I've read all the if all if not almost all of the Conan series you know, yeah the, the series which are fucking awesome fucking rad and um yeah, a lot of this stuff was like familiar to me. It was just like, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I've heard of this before. And I've, I've heard about the lizard men or the serpent men that are in Robert Wait. E. Howard. They're specifically mentioned. All of the stuff that Ick talks about. Here's is a like synopsis here, here, of here. The, the Shadow Kingdom. It's a it's a story involved the resurgence of a population of shift um, shape shifting lizard men from prehistoric times that had secretly survived in order to control the human That's race. That's awesome. That that's a synopsis 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 we know what you mean and then Clark Aston Smith made a poem about this fucking story and this is the fucking poem in the form of man they among us but only to cite were they as our men serpent headed when the glamour was lifted but appearing to man as men among men crept they into the councils, taking form that were like into men, slaying by their arts the chiefs of kingdoms, taking their form and ruling man. Only by magic could they be discovered, only by sound could their faces be seen. Sought they were from the kingdom of shadows to destroy man and rule in their place. Well, mate, that's the... F- yeah, okay, well, maybe... They knew the same story Ike knew, and they wrote it differently. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe they had maybe, yeah. maybe they had pr- knowledge. Maybe they did the yep. same thing. They walked into a shop. They had this psychic be like, "Hey, you, you got to write this story about uh, the same thing." Maybe they just didn't have a turquoise period. Maybe. Yeah, and they didn't want to be. Yeah, popular. I don't think maybe Robert E. Howard or H.P. Lovecraft had a turquoise period. Well, Blue that Book, could be it. Blue Book mentions like Project Blue Book mentions like a, a reptilian race. Yeah. In their thing. So it's like, do I believe 
that there is potentially a reptilian life form? Yes, I do. Could be. I, yeah. I, I do not doubt that. Do I believe that they are David Icke's version, that they are have their fingers in every conspiracy known to man? No. Right. Now, I wanted to... One other thing people always say with this is like, presidents and, you know, royalty and <clears throat> ruling class around the world, a lot of them can be tracked back and be related, especially like presidents of the United States. So there's either two things. Either, you know, most of them come from England or some part of Europe, and a lot of them are related, but they're related within 10, 15 generations it's kind of how ancestry it's, it's, works. So it's either how ancestry works. So ancestry coupled with, you know, families usually follow a similar line of their parents or something. So political families, marrying political families, eventually they're, you're kind of related. And then one guy's president. And then 50 years later, a 10th cousin it's is president. It's almost like people want to keep their money by marrying yeah. people Other who rich also people. have money. And it's one of those things where I, I <laughs> think... They want to keep that... Lizard bloodline strong. Yeah. That's all it's about. Oh, right, right, right. The f and this is just me speaking of my thoughts on it, but we're not that far away from like like that real generational wealth, like from back in the day that has carried over. So you had these rich, powerful families that would push their kids into the same thing, like the bushes and and shit like that. Whereas, like, I don't think we're gonna see so much of that in the future with future presidents like well i, I don't know who knows we'll, we'll, we'll see. see don jr pretty soon i don't know <laughs> no don't don't put that evil on us please uh, <laughs> don't put that evil on dan, yeah, but, on dan. but it's I one of those things about. where i don't think i th i think that is the case because you know there's only been fucking 50 50 or 45 presidents Right, and you're like, oh, 46. some of them, are we on 46? 46, there's some of them 47. are related to the same. I'm like, there's only 46 and there's such a small fucking pool. Like, of course, yeah. And like, right, you had like fucking two generations of bushes, right? You know what I mean? Like, it, you can't tell me that fucking W was a lizard person because he does not fit the bill at all. <laughs> no, you're a moron. Yeah, watch is, me no, there's no, this, nothing genetically like, superior about that fucking. <laughs> Speaking of fitting the bill, before we give our final <laughs> thoughts, let's just uh, inform people. According to the internet, of how to identify a lizard person. Mm -hmm. So there's a few different ones. Predominance of green or hazel eyes that can change color. Uh oh, I got hazel eyes. So you could be a reptilian. You check a box. Mm -hmm. Red or reddish hair. Nope, none of us. Nope. Low blood pressure. <laughs> nope. I have high blood pressure, probably. Closer to the high scales. I got low blood pressure. So, you know, there's monster energy drinks. There's, drink. there's probably hundreds of million people around the world with slightly low blood pressure. So, keen sight or hearing? Nope, not me. Uh, oh, maybe hearing. Not what'd sight, you say? <laughs> Brains yeah. out. Pardon? I mean, I got I got laser vision. I got good sight me now. Too. I've never wore glasses. I got fucking 2010. Maybe. I would say both Andrew and brain do not fit the bill because when we play video games i'm like do you hear that I'm like no <laughs> yeah that's true probably uh, well it's fucking sirens man the, <laughs> dude i'm telling you the sirens are destroying my ears yeah well i could you're gonna be like fucking mr magoo pretty here pretty soon here i'm gonna yeah uh esp Fuck yeah any of us possess a little esp i got that channel upstairs man yeah sports uh -huh. watch it all the time it's on the, it comes in the disney package um yeah. 
UFO connections is another criteria. No, mm. I don't have love that. of space no. and science. I'm a rep I mean, yeah. reptilian. On it, health science. Yeah, yes, like so it says science in general, so you can go anywhere. Okay, <laughs> any science. Any science. Piercing eyes. Brain definitely. Yeah, brain's got eyes, piercing so eyes. Yep. Mm. Me and Dan, not so much. Nope. A sense of. <laughs> I mean, mine are hazel though, but they're not piercing. I, I like this one. So I, I I can agree. A sense of not belonging to the human race. No Eight. comment. No comments. Right. <laughs> a deep compassion for fate of mankind. What? What the fuck? No. Does... Okay. What? So, I mean, why? Yes, I thought they were compassionate. You should, what? Okay. You get a lot of mixed really? messages with the reptilians. Yeah. yeah I'm like, I thought is they were it terrible or you're supposed to be like, I need to. Yeah. Well, they have fact. compassion. They're cold blooded and oh, they got warm hearts. I don't know many pedos that are fucking compassionate about mankind. Mm. No, for the, for the fate of mankind, meaning compassionate for the destruction of mankind, I guess. Oh, okay. I guess is what's <laughs> oh, okay. supposed to say. Now we're talking. Oh, I'm so compassionate yeah. about the fucking destroyed uh, human race. Unexplained <laughs> scars. Oh, I got a lot of those. Reptilian. <laughs> Com capability no, to disrupt electrical appliances. I'm trying right now. Can't do it. And last but not least, <laughs> nope. Alien contacts. Anyone? Oh, nope. we lost Braden. Braden left. We're on to him. He disappeared. Aha! He disrupted electrical. He yeah. disrupted. What did you do? He's dead. He dis. He disrupted. <laughs> What'd you do? That wasn't He's me. That was Dan using his fucking telekinesis. <laughs> All right, right, so we got potential a few uh, could be. The one thing that does get me though is uh, David Icke says that they did come from the mountains of Turkey and Iran, Caucasus. And, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's I got ancestors from there. That could be it. Hey, you could be one of the one of the hybrids that have to be activated before you really become a hybrid. I'm too short. Shouldn't and I be tall? If I was able a to activate you, you'll grow. No, you're part. You're the gray servant, spe uh, servant species. <laughs> I thought those were robots. Yeah, newts aren't big. No. I ain't, I'm not gray. <laughs> I'm I'm creamy beige. You fucking Ned's newt over there. Final thoughts. I'll go. I'll just do a, go, a quick one here. He's blue. I think. Uh, I think Ike. Blue blood. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Here we go. Man. Back to it. I think. Uh, I think David Ike is a a shyster, personally. And I think he's uh, doing an injustice to that, you know, investigation of the ET and UFO phenomenon and all the other stuff that people are actually like experienced stuff or there's like more credible stories. And like through this theory of the theory of everything, he kind of just pulls every theory of ETs, reptilians, interdimensional into one to try and fit some narrative that these ETs are all that's wrong with humanity and if we just love each other, we'll get rid of them. We're like, no, humans, you know, we can be pretty shitty. <laughs> like, we don't need to be reptilian fucking monsters to destroy ourselves. And so, like, a lot of these, like, you know, a lot of governments and war crimes, all that stuff is, you know, humans are fucking brutal. So I think he's doing an injustice to the investigation of aliens, ETs, UFOs, and all of that. All the whole, everything we talk about. And uh, do I think that there could be reptilian ET species? Yes. Do I think they come here? Maybe. We don't know. But I don't know. That's what I think. I think is David Icky. Uh, I also agree with you. I, I believe that 
there is probably a reptilian alien species without a doubt it's 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 in project blue book it's talked about way before icky's work um icky's full of shit man he's full of shit he's an idiot uh he, he doesn't know what he's talking about everything he talks about is nonsense he tries to tie everything into some wacky world and if he's to be believed and he's correct the reptilians that he talks about are fucking morons because they are so bad at manipulating us into world domination <laughs> if that's their one goal is to world world domination and they can they they're infiltrated all forms of our government and they're holding all these high positions they are doing a fucking shit job of world domination yeah like it's it's garbage <laughs> right like they, trash they, yeah they're, they're it's it's they are inept uh they are under unqualified they're terrible uh, I don't believe anything he sa- Icky Icky says. I don't put I don't put much weight into anything he puts forward. Tough sell. Um, I think he's a snake oil salesman. I think he I think much like serpent oil. Uh, yeah, <laughs> serpent. Hmm. Uh, much like David Weiss jumping on the flat Earth bandwagon, it's for profit, man. You start saying these things, you start making money. Why not? Like I said, once my once my fucking we started mating with Sasquatch takes off. <laughs> I'm going to be off this show making fucking money <laughs> talking about how we were clapping Sasquatch cheeks back in Mesopotamia. BJ cheeks strikes again. All right. They have cheeks, man. I mean, Enkidu was described as a hairy monster in the gig, the Gilgamesh epic. I'm just saying all these, all these depictions that we think are reptilians, it's Sasquatch. All right. New theory. The Anunnaki. Sasquatch. Boom. Yeah. Atlanteans? Sasquatch. 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 They yep. Sasquatch are out there manipulating us because they want world domination. All right. They're currently living underground in underground <laughs> bases. Right. They're 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 abducting some of us, right? They're abducting some of us, breeding with us. Because guess what? A Sasquatch breeding with a, a, a human creates a quite a human looking offspring. Right, Here, yeah. that still holds true to the Sasquatch agenda. What do we know? Sasquatches love to eat beef jerky. What do you find in beef jerky? Silica packs, mm, secrets mm. unlocked. Mm. Wake Boom, up, people! Baby. Sheeple, wake up, Andrew. What do you think about the reptilians? Wake up! I think, I think David Icky's theories are just exactly like his last name, fucking Icky, and awful and terrible. Super uninspiring. Very disappointed. I didn't buy into any of it. I was bummed because I've been on this train. I've been buying in. I'm enjoying it. I'm trying to, I want to believe. And this guy did not make me believe at all. You know what I mean? And like, like Braden was saying, like if, if they are these reptilian overlords, they're awful. They're not, well, they're not hiding themselves very well. If Ike or Ick or Icky was exposing them, they would have fucking ate them a long time ago. He wouldn't be allowed spouting off telling these stories. You know what I mean? And they, these, Lizards would have been doing a fucking way better job because we just had a fucking reality TV star run a fucking country reptilian. and cause people to make a coup and die for him. Okay, but these lizard people haven't been able to do Maybe shit Maybe he's yet. the first non-lizard. And that's, that's yeah, why it was so madness. That's why it was madness. I don't know. He, he did look like he had... He would have been one of those lizards that has one of those like fat pouches under his fucking like chin. It looks like it should expand you know up into like a, up? like a Hold fucking on. Dilophosaurus. Yeah. I could buy into that one. Like one of these ones? 
Exactly like one of those. Exactly. Oh, good shit. Dan, what do you think? Rep- That's a good filter. What do you think of the reptilians? Well, or what do th- I think? This version of it, at least. I think that there's a lot of stuff wrong with X theories. There's a lot of things that are really strange and it takes about like a minute to investigate any of his claims like if you if you go and actually read his his whole theory so um you know i read specifically the story uh his book the biggest secret which are he expands probably the most completely on his actual reptilian you know theory if you go into a lot of the claims that he makes a lot of them have either been debunked because either he was working off of uh inaccurate information or he misinterprets a lot of stuff or he exaggerates a lot of stuff it doesn't take that long to kind of look into it if you want to read it it's fine because i would almost suggest that you do read it and that you do your own fact checking on that because you will learn a ton of shit that you probably didn't know before which is you know that's pretty neat that's a positive in this whole negative the whole idea that there is a, a reptilian race or some sort of inhuman influence that makes people act shitty also grates on me because it's like, no, people are shitty because a lot of people are shitty. <laughs> like, it happens. It's a sad fact, but that people have been shitty all through the history. You don't need uh, an outside influence or you don't need these aliens as a, a way to explain why stuff is so shitty you don't it's that people do it a lot you know we can but we can do better yeah there's not this like there's not this you know the idea that there is some sort of all controlling force that is making people act shitty and there's no way to get past it seems to me doesn't really make any sense because we we can and we have in small steps and small things like that but it's like you know on a on a total scale of whatever humans are just naturally short-sighted it's a very it's a product of our short lifespan but it's whatever but you have to think past all of that so i don't know this whole reptilian thing you know i had fun researching it because it is a i would put it like in quotation it is a good air quote conspiracy theory because it ropes in so everything (laughs) stuff it takes everything and puts it all in there so it is it is almost impossible to sort through everything and figure out like, what is it? But for someone like me, who's like, I don't give a shit. I will track everything down because this is a challenge to me. You know, it's like, well, let's, you know, David Ick, let's fucking go, dude. You want to fucking mm. roll? Let's go, brah. You know, so I. Dan's got his twisted yeah, tea. Yeah, he's got his twisted tea ready to smash some folks. He's fucking ready. There's going to be know, a new yeah, meme yeah. of David, <laughs> David Ike and Dan cocked with a twisted tea. <laughs> Uh, you know i had fun researching it because there is like there's so much stuff on this where it's like it reads like a science fiction novel i enjoy science fiction and i enjoy fantasy and then because i'm 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 read in those things it is just like a lot of this stuff is all familiar to me i've heard about it before and it was published way before ick came up with any of his theories robert e howard uh you know hp lovecraft all of this stuff it writers science fiction writers have all come out and come up with these things and it just kind of ropes them all together and then get slaps a new age you know uh new age spiritual thing on it and then a sticker on it puts that kind of veneer of that of that whole era that 90s whatever and it just like took off because it was probably a confluence of events where it was early internet early you know the, the world wide web mass information everywhere it just took off it's just whatever. But 
also the reality of this thing is that a lot of these these theories and things are also based or what i found was really strange is that a lot of these theories are all based around western civilization they're all based around like they're all based around mesopotamia greek european history all of that stuff they they mention they take little bits and pieces from other cultures but the, if you go into those and you examine some of those cultures and what they were doing around those times nothing you know and it, it just it, it kind of grates on me as a person who's kind of like i've been to different i've been around the world i've seen these kinds of things i i enjoy reading about different cultures and it's like the stuff that he mentions i'm like that is wholly inaccurate or that's an exaggeration of what these the, the cultural beliefs of these people were at the time whether it's chinese south american central american all that stuff yeah so it's like you are just trying to take what you know about the british royal family you're taking all of this hate and whatever the the dislike or your dissatisfaction with the system and you're hanging it on reptilians for some reason but you're not giving any people an idea of what to do you're like buy my monoatomic gold and you know meditate and that's gonna fucking get you somewhere we uh, suppress the reptilian uh, inside yeah <laughs> um okay no. so i think uh, so, yeah. i think dan says fuck david ike i am not i'm not satisfied <laughs> not satisfied twisted tea coming return up. it yeah <laughs> all righty that was fun yeah. We need a Twisted Tea sponsor so we can go have a Twisted Tea dance smack where a Twisted Tea smacks onto the screen. I knew if I drank that on stream, I was going to get shit for You're gonna it. You're going to get like, shit? Not, not that the stuff that I'm getting is bad. Like, I, I enjoy the drink. Pe people just don't drinks. miss anything. <laughs> just, Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Something happens on stream, it's getting memed. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right, well, uh, why don't we fire up the Randomatron and see what it... Fires up. Fires out. You got it. Teletype coming up. Oh, this looks like it's printing. Sending you two. Woo! First up, we got some... Space news! We talked about it last week, maybe the week before. UAE Space Agency was sending its first probe to Mars. Hope. Um, the Yeah, the Hope probe. And it's arrived, and it has sent some breathtaking photos of the red planet uh, back in a series of tweets from uh, the UAE's space Twitter account, which I, I can't read any of it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand, but the pictures are stunning. The tweet translated reads, the transmission of the Hope Probe's first image of Mars is a defining moment in our history and marks the UAE joining advanced nations involved in space exploration. We hope this mission will lead to new discoveries about Mars, which will benefit humanity. The fifth country now to send us probe successfully to that red rock. Pretty cool. So buy, start buying property on Mars. Let's do it. Also, uh, China successfully put a spacecraft into orbit around Mars for the first time. The China's... Tianwen-1 probe entered the orbit on Mars on Wednesday, um, which was just a little bit after. 
or a little bit before the UAE's one. So like two probes. It's it like uh, right after it, pretty much. Yes, right after. Um, the China's China's probe isn't sending back pictures yet, um, but uh, two well, yeah. orbs on two probes on orbiting Mars. Well, yeah, the UAE one is going to be just studying atmosphere and stuff from space, but the China one actually has like an orbiter, a lander, and a solar like power station. So a little more advanced, yeah, pretty cool. They're going to go down and do some soil samples or something. And the name means translated questions to heaven. Ooh. Pretty cool. Interesting. More, man, people are, Mars is hot ticket this year. And, I, and I'm pretty sure NASA's probe is also supposed to be landing here this week. So next week on Space News, hopefully, unless... This mad probing of Mars. Probing Mars. Yeah, we are probing, hard the and deep. probing the shit out of Mars. Those reptilians are going to be pissed. Do they live there too? I don't know. Seems like they would. It's nice and hot. Um, yeah, yes, in some... In some I mean, theories? it looks like a terrarium. Kind of. <laughs> terrarium? It's fucking hot. Well, it's not really hot. Well, I guess it's hot when the sun's out and freezing cold when the sun's gone, so... Yeah. Baked by solar radiation yeah. and yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what um, my terrarium looks like. I don't know what yours looks like. That's all I had for space news. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to talk about? Touch on? No, those were the two. That's the big news this week. I mean, it was a multi-billion-dollar projects, both successful. Which a lot of like, I can't remember what what the stat is, but a high percentage of missions to Mars have been unsuccessful. So they have two in a row. Hopefully, three in a row within a week of each other. It's pretty cool. Uh yeah. Um. Aurora News, again, we talked about earlier, most likely going to have a lot of Auroras, and this week is looking pretty good. So if you're listening Friday, get out there. If you're in the northern communities, good chance of seeing some Auroras. Auroras. Uh, Auroras. Auroras. Uh, and the Randomatron spit me out a fan story. Can I use the name? Yes. Say. No, it doesn't Excuse say. It. Um... Hi guys, I've been listening to you guys for a while now, and I have a story for you that I think is a little unique. You have had aviation enthusiasts talk about not being able to identify what they're seeing in the air. I offer a story of knowing exactly what I'm seeing in the air, but knowing what it's doing is beyond the capability of the aircraft, at least as is known now. One night in late December, early January of 2014-2015, I'm in my garage smoking hookah and playing video games. It's a very cold nice. night with a low cloud cover. I lived near a small regional airport in Ashland, Virginia, maybe four or five miles from a major switching station. Is that West Virginia? No. No. Virginia. Mountain Mama? <laughs> Uh, it's about 12.30 or 1 o'clock in the morning, and I hear an airplane flying outside, but it sounds crazy close. I don't think much of it. Poor weather conditions and all. Maybe some dumb pilot thinks he's closer to the airport than he really is and is prepping for an approach. Some time goes by, and I hear the plane again still crazy low, and then my power flickers for a second. At this point, I go outside, and the plane is loud. I look up, and I can see the silhouette of an E-2 Hawkeye, or some variant of it. It's easy to tell because of its two turboprop engines and a large radar dish on its back. It's flying so low, the floodlights from my porch reflect 
reflecting off the clouds, are lightly illuminating the bottom of the plane. I watch the plane slowly fly off. I stay outside thinking how cool that was. I see a few military planes around here every now and then, and I've seen E2s out here for the first time maybe two months before this, but always during the day and normal altitudes. Uh, some time goes by and I'm cold and I'm about to walk back to my garage when I hear it coming again. By now I can tell it's running some kind of holding pattern. The lights flicker again and it disappears into the clouds, along the same path it's been following. It comes around one more time and the power flickers again and then cuts out. The plane pulls up and banks hard and flies away and I don't see it again. Some time goes by and maybe a week or two later the plane comes back. I hear it again and I immediately rush outside and the exact same thing happens. It's flying a pattern around something and each time it finishes a lap, my power surges and flickers for a moment until finally my power flickers and then goes out. The plane pulls up, banks and leaves and 10 minutes later, my power comes back on. This happens one more time this winter. Each time it has been bitter cold night with a very low cloud very low cloud cover <laughs> when it happened cloud clouds uh cloud julian uh it happened two more times that following winter in 2016 the best guess i have was that this was an electronic warf warfare plane refitted from an e2 and that they were either testing some kind of technique to cut power by hacking the switching station or some other technique and each time they finished a pattern the pulse would fire off or something to that effect or maybe the pilot was just practicing flying in bad weather and each time the radar panned over my house from so close it shorted our power the fact that it pulled away each time they fully turned off the power makes me think that was their goal maybe they were training for an operation of some sort and expected weather conditions radar presence from a small airport and the switching station made for an ideal practice area for the operation and the plane was so low to stay under radar and the weather conditions so specific to keep the plane hidden who knows cool all i know is that it was super cool and weird and has a real explanation somewhere love you guys and keep up the good work p.s a bit of, a bit of background on the e2 hawkeye its primary use is an aerial early warning radar system i believe also weather observation I believe a good bit of hurricane data is recorded by E2s, and I haven't found anything in my research that shows the Navy or Air Force having systems capable of shutting down power remotely without just blowing up the switching station. Fucking cool story. Damn cool story. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that's some government operation potentially going down in West Virginia. It wasn't West Virginia, though. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're going to get something that is West Virginia, and it's going to be a great day. Uh, good story. Thanks. For, if you want to submit your own tale or story or your experience, uh, you can send us an email at alientheorist at gmail.com, and it gets fed into the Randomatron uh, for Possibly Red. Or if you want to tell us it live, we have another show, Cosmic Channel, Sunday nights, 6, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you can call us at one 703 and tell us the story live. Oh, yeah. Make sure to tune in on Twitch or YouTube. Search for Cosmic Channels. Should be going strong there for the next bunch of weeks in a row. All right. Uh, Andrew, you had a Theorite of the Week, I believe. We do. Our Theorite of the Week is Sean Dallas Woo! Mullet. Woo! Woo! Not only in the front, because he's got a phenomenal last yep. name, but he posted... 
a video from last night's Cosmic Channel's live stream <laughs> of your maester, the one and only <laughs> Dan O'Mite, <laughs> taking a swig of his twisted tea. And the caption is, you know, Dan always got that thang on him. <laughs> it's a tasty He's beverage. Locked and loaded. Yeah, oh, yeah. You don't want to mess around. He's after. Look out, David. You're about to get a twisted T to the face. <laughs> yeah. Upside the face. Yeah, you're about to get your attitude adjust, Tid. <laughs> um, also, we got the Mitra has just been announced, the February Mitra. You have till um, the 28th of February to get your entries in. Check out our Instagram or Facebook pages. Find the post. Tag your friends. Give us a follow. You're entered in the Mitra. It's that easy. Or get on Patreon. $10 or more, you're auto-entried. Newest Patreon supporters this week are Courtney Bellisle, Conspiracy Custodian. That's nice. Fuck yeah. Brittany Ruth, B-I-N. Keelan Coates, P-I-S, Staker, you get it. Just take her. Went up a tier. Nice. Matthew Terry. Uh, Anthony Doyle. One of the moderators of the Facebook OG. page. He increases his pledge. Attaboy. Beauty. I be chuff. And for the first time ever, Trent Robertson. A one-year top-tier pledge paid up front. Absolute Woo. legend. Judy. He, that guy also donated his shirt that he should have gotten. Legend. Last month. Beauty. That's a saint. Legend. Sephiroth. 100%. Sephiroth Nova X. Zulu. Nice. Zulu Crazy. Carly. G. You're just making up names now? I'm always making up names. I make it make sound like more people support than they really do. <laughs> yeah. That's a pro tip. Yeah. Young podcasters. Yeah. JP Prince Lou. Ashley Greenwood, Donovan Pisano, Courtney White, Jay Boogie, the Boogie Meister, mm -hmm. bus moves like no other, Jennifer Normand, Kurt, and Brady Morris. Big haul on Patreon this week. Check out, wow. check the link in the podcast description. You can't miss it. Get all our bonus content, early access, and all the other goodies. And as we always say at the end of these things <laughs> keep those eyes on the skies see you on after hours peace Let's get right into After Hours. Let's leave the music playing after in the background. After Hours. After Hours. What a theory of Mr. Ikey. Man. Mr. Ikey. It's actually disappointing when you get into it. That shit was a slog. Like, I am just fucking everything. It's all over the place. And fuck it. I no, said no. it. Like that, The stupid. shit that pisses me off the most is like, it's all Western culture. It's all, there's so much other stuff, like other cultures and all this stuff that has all really cool stuff. But it's like, you're just going to talk about, you're going to talk about World War One and World War Two and all this stuff and Mesopotamian culture, Greek culture.